The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And Dom, what's your hook for today's podcast? Yes, well, Charles, the reason why people should listen to this is because we have today the story of how Australia's weirdest billionaire, I didn't even know that he was Australia's weirdest billionaire until this story came out, Anthony Pratt. Anthony Pratt. Heir to the Vizzy Cardboard Box Empire. Ah, yes. Might bring down not just Donald Trump. What? But also... The king. <laughs> the king of Both England. Both Donald Trump and the king of England. And he's done it by exercising his, and I quote, superpower. His superpower? What is yeah. his superpower? Well, before we get onto that, Charles, what do you think yours is? What's your superpower? What's your special source? Uh, well, my, I mean, I've got a special superpower in losing money. Yeah, you do. Yes. You actually uh, really do. I, I find that other, especially institutions like, Banks seem mm. to make an enormous amount of money out of me. They do, as yeah. do many people you've worked with and, and <laughs> yes. sort of given a leg up yes. over you in terms of celebrity. That's, that's, yeah. that's true. Mm. Uh, I think my superpower is being able to survive with no sleep. Oh, yes, yeah, that's the young true. children, yes. I mean, I, I've never slept more than four or yes. five hours a night. I'm always miserable, yes. but I keep battling on. I've always thought that you probably, the reason why nobody notices the difference between Dom with sleep and Dom without sleep is because you're grumpy regardless of how much sleep No, you no, get. I'm not grumpy yeah. if I get lots of sleep. It's just that the last oh, really? time I got lots of sleep was when I was 20. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, so there's I that. didn't know there was a non-grumpy Yeah, there was Dom. about a year oh, there when I was really oh, okay. happy. Anyway, so Anthony Pratt, and this is something that he said on a secret <laughs> recording. Yes. He didn't know he was being taped. He said this without apparently any self-awareness. My superpower is that I'm rich. How did he deploy this superpower to potentially destroy the president and the king? <laughs> After this. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so before we get into the distraction of Western civilization as we know it, can we just reflect on what it must be like to be Anthony Pratt? Yes. Heir to a cardboard box fortune. Because I get it, like heirs are going to be fucked up anyway. Yeah, and they tend to destroy the businesses that they've inherited as a general rule. Yeah, especially if your name's Pratt. Yeah, it's it's a big burden to carry. To be heir to a fortune is one thing, but at some level, you know, even with a Jamie Packer or a Lachlan Murdoch, like, Mm. you're an idiot, right? But at least you are related to somebody who wielded power and influence and built up really quite an extraordinary and dynamic and dynastic yeah. sense of power and fortune. Like you were you were in the court of somebody truly great. On the other hand, if you're Anthony Pratt, sure, you're a billionaire, but your dad made it out of cardboard boxes. Cardboard boxes. Yes. And he did it, Charles, mm. with not just the surname Pratt, yes. but the first name Dick. He went through <laughs> life as Dick Pratt. Well, that's probably why he had to become a billionaire. And when he died... To compensate. He was Australia's fourth richest person oh, really? worth five and a half billion dollars. He was the one who had all the mistresses, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. He had uh, Shari Lee Hitchcock, I think, 
who he basically impregnated behind his wife's back. And there's a whole, I think the well, lawsuit yeah, continues mean, with the daughter. You would, though, wouldn't you? If you were worth $5.5 billion. Yeah, you and, your name was, and your name was Dick Pratt. You Maybe just, his mission was to have so many children mm. that there was a majority whereby Pratt was no longer an embarrassing name to have, <laughs> except that it still would have been. So here's the thing. This is a man, and I'm not making this up, Charles. This is a man whom Donald Trump described as a red-headed weirdo. <laughs> and when you look at the two of them together, please look at uh, The yeah. Guardian's got a photo. Okay. Look at a photo of the two of them Show together. Me. It is absolutely true that Anthony Pratt, who <laughs> I think is actually a genuine billionaire, unlike Donald Trump, yeah. he looks a lot weird. His hair yeah, is weirder. weirder. Yes. It's as though he saw Trump's hairstyle and went, hold my dye bottle. I think I can do better. He could easily be an aged Ronald McDonald. You're right. In the photo, Donald Trump looks totally normal. He does. By comparison. By comparison to Anthony yeah. Pratt. He should hire Anthony Pratt to walk around with him. I think the way that it works is Anthony Pratt would hire Donald Trump, oh, okay. to be honest. So Anthony Pratt, trying to build his business up and sort of keep it alive, mm. he has grown it up. And you might remember a very strange moment during mm. the, remember the Scott Morrison era? Oh, yes, yes. There was a time when Donald Trump, Anthony Pratt and Scott Morrison all gathered at a cardboard box factory <laughs> in, I think, Ohio. What? Because they were oh, they was yes. opening a new Vizzy kind of headquarters in the US there. Yes. And trumpeting how great Australian business was and Trump was there and so on. It turns out that there's mm. a great way to get Donald Trump to turn up to things like that and to basically hang out with you. Donate to his campaign, is it? Or? No, God no. Oh, no. No, okay. donate to him. Donate to him. You bro. join Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> and so this is what oh. Anthony Pratt has been doing. Oh, so he He's been moving around and basically paying for access to things. And somehow the Sydney Morning Herald and Age managed to record all this stuff that he said uh, about Donald Trump how, and everybody how, else. How is that legal? I have no idea. Right, okay. But some of the things that he has said, and, and it is just, it is an absolute cavalcade of great shit that he has said. <laughs> I kind of like Anthony Pratt because he's just, he is so frank and mm. so I don't give a shit. Yeah, well, you would if you had a billion dollars. He's got several. Let yeah. me tell you some of the things that he said that were recorded on the tapes. He told, and this is the thing that made news in the US a couple of days ago, mm. Pratt claimed that Trump told him in 2019 that he was going to order an airstrike on Iranian-linked militants in Iraq mm. before it hit the headlines. And apparently Iraq's president rang Trump, and according to, to Pratt, Trump responded, and I said to him, okay, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> so he's boasting about killing people, basically. Wow, wow okay. That's one thing. Yep. He also, Pratt says that Trump told him about the call for which he was impeached, the call to Vladimir Zelensky trying to get dirt on Joe Biden. Oh, wow. And Pratt kind of commented on that, and Trump said, you know that Ukraine phone call? That was nothing compared to what I usually do. <laughs> there are so many things here. Pratt says that the genius of Trump is that he knows exactly how to stay out of jail. Mm. We, that, that might be out of date now, but by getting other people to do illegal things for him. So yes, yes. he doesn't go and order the illegal thing. He asks an underling yes. like Michael Cohen to go and order the illegal thing or the CFO, Alan Weisselberg of the Trump organization, who's been in legal trouble too. There's that. He Also, this is the weirdest one to me because you'd think that a billionaire would know the value of money a little bit, right? Yes. Apparently he boasted on the tape of paying about a million bucks to Rudy Giuliani to attend his birthday party, <laughs> to which Rudy Giuliani didn't turn up, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> so he paid a million bucks for Rudy to come to your birthday party. He doesn't even show up. And Pratt said, I, I, I think he'll be useful someday. Dom, I think we should befriend this Anthony Pratt guy. We should. <laughs> like- we absolutely should. It's so, it's so hilarious. Uh, let's play a little bit of the audio here. I hadn't even heard it. It hadn't even been on the news yet. He said, I just bombed Iraq today. And the president of Iraq called me up and said, you just leveled my city. And he said, and I said to him, okay, what are you going to do about it? 
And that's from the Sydney Morning Herald and the Aid. They managed to get that audio incredibly enough. But he just shoots his mouth off, which is enormously fun, mm. Pratt. And so this has caused proper headlines in the US. Oh, it? absolutely. So, yeah, right. Why not just add to Donald Trump's appeal for Americans, especially the one about him murdering innocent Iranians or Iraqis or whatever Mil- The militants, yeah. The militants. Well, like, that'll totally go over well. It'll be like, oh, that's very presidential. It is possible. But yeah. Pratt basically just boasted about how it's very easy to get Trump on board. You just join Mar-a-Lago. You just join. Yeah, and just try. And so, consequently, he just bought access to the president when he was the president. The, the US media can't be shocked. Shock! You can buy access to politicians in the US. Like, isn't that just... Well, it doesn't the, normally work that you actually give them money directly, directly and hang out at the, their club and they, yeah. they reveal national security secrets to you. So Trump yeah, denies maybe, all of this. Maybe the Russians should just do that. Rather they probably than this have. Elaborate, oh, yeah, they probably have. Probably have. Yeah. But I do like some of the stuff stuff Pratt says. So he just says, you know, he's outrageous. He just says whatever the fuck he wants. He loves to shock people. Like, he clearly doesn't like Trump very much. He just sees him as a client that he can buy. Yes. Like, he's the president who he can buy. So basically, uh, Trump has come back and slammed Pratt, as always, denied that he ever talked to him about the submarines. This is the other thing. He apparently tipped him off about AUKUS. Oh, wow. Which is another little nice little detail there. They're now obviously not such friends anymore. I love this quote from Pratt. Can you imagine how yuck it would be to poke someone's eyes out in a fight? So Trump does that, but in life he's shameless and fearless. He's got incredible balls. So there's one person mm. who likes the idea of Donald Trump's genitalia. So yeah, so there's a little bit of a, a little bit of alienation there. But that's not where his influence ends, Charles. There's well, an Australian link too. Oh, okay. And I'll mention that after this. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. So guess which two prime ministers had a monthly retainer from Anthony Pratt that we know about. No, it'll be, I bet you a million dollars, which Anthony can pay for. for. It'll be, embarrassingly, it will be, I'm guessing, Bob Hawke and Paul Keating. Paul Keating is one of them. Paul Keating was getting apparently $25,000 a month. Oh, fuck. I know. Isn't that extraordinary? It's just really disappointing. I know the guy's got an expensive antique clock habit, mm. but wouldn't you expect Keating to be a little bit more discerning? Bit or maybe if you're going to sell yourself, sell yourself for a lot of money. Yeah. He, what, what did he have to do for the 20 Well, he's denied giving any advice to do with the US. He doesn't want to get caught up in the Trump stuff. Mm. He says he sort of provided him with strategic global advice about how to escalate his business around, which I should look up the exact mm. quote, but it's just boring. He says- The first time Paul Keating has ever been boring in his life. So <laughs> Paul Keating hurt. says, I don't advise him on commercial or government matters. My my advice is limited to big picture issues of the international kind. Ah, that's what I'm going to look from now on. If anyone wants big picture issue conversation, yeah. that's me. 25000 bucks a month. Yep, that's, yep. What, that's what it's worth. Okay. 
which is the exact thing, ironically, that he lost office for. Do you remember? Yeah. People were sick of him talking big, about international big, big pictures. pictures. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the so other who one, was who's the other one? Uh, it'll be. Now, the other one's only worth eight grand a month. Okay. So it'll be Tony Abbott. <laughs> it is Tony Abbott. <laughs> He's only worth eight yeah. grand a month. He's not even worth eight grand a month, really. I mean. But I kind of like how shamelessly transactional mm. Pratt is. Because, like, he sponsored Sherry Markson's show for the whole of the Morrison government. Oh, yeah. And then the moment that Morrison was voted out, he just cancelled his sponsorship. Apparently, he made a million dollar donation to the Yes campaign, Pratt, after talking to an Albanese staffer. So he's just basically buying influence wherever it is. And that's kind of the shocking thing about all this. It's just how unashamed he is about what he does, mm. which brings us to potentially the biggest scandal of all. Yeah, look, I want to hear this because this will be about King Charles, won't it? I must say, of all the people who I would expect uh, would not want to take money from a billionaire, mm. King Charles is the one. And yet apparently... But also why does he need... Like, isn't it one heir to another heir? Like, well, are they both sort of billionaire heirs? This is one of the really funny things about the revelation. So apparently Pratt paid Prince Charles $182,000 in 2021. Mm. That's when he said, my superpower is that I'm rich. Let's listen to the audio here. My superpower is that I'm rich. So I'm useful to him, right? I see him as an undervalued political stock because he's about to be king. It's just that everybody's a laughing stock now. But when he's king, they won't be laughing. And so he said, so I'm useful to Charles because I'm rich. Why does Charles need any money? Like, I don't know. His it's job baffling, is to inherit it? money, like literally. Well, maybe he didn't have much back then. Maybe mummy was keeping the purse strings tight. But he owns half of Essex. He does now, but he didn't back in 2021. And here's the funny thing about it. The really patronising thing that Pratt said was, well, I see him as an undervalued political stock. It's just that he's a laughing stock now. But when he's king, they won't be laughing, which, you know, correct. So he saw it as like back the air now. And he knows all about being the shitty air with the terrible hair. And it was very shrewd of him to guess... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That Queen Elizabeth II would die. Well, she was only 94 back yeah, then, I think. that's right. Yeah. Very shrewd. But it astonishes me that Pratt gave money apparently to King Charles himself. Like, I just find that absolutely baffling. Why would you allow that to happen? I just don't understand it at all. I mean, I can understand accepting $182,000. But mind you, I'm not King Charles. This is the thing that I don't understand is, what did Prince Charles think was going on? What was going through his mind? Is like, Or do people just come up to him all the time and give him money? And also, why? Like, isn't the whole point that he's supposed it's to have bit, no power? It's a bit baffling, isn't it? Yes, of course. He's, sounds- a, he's a neutral constitutional figure with no agenda ever, naturally. So in 2022, an assistant to the king came to him and said, look, Anthony, just only give the money to our charities. Don't give the money to us anymore. It's not right. And so Pratt's comment was, they're just so close to becoming the king that he doesn't want me to bring down the monarchy. Oh, wow. Because Pratt was aware that if this came out, this might be it a problem. It was dodge fest. And he went on to say, he just doesn't want the appearance of anything. It's legal, but he doesn't want it to look, and then in inverted commas, like anything improper. Like So he was aware that it could look terrible. This is mind-blowing. Like, why do they need any more money. I just I sort of understand giving money to Trump because Trump's this sort of greedy, avaricious guy mm. who's got to be on the mate the whole time. But yeah, Charles is about but, to inherit ten palaces. Yeah, and he sort of already runs England. What, what is... Isn't it, it baffling? It's so weird. And it's then, so, But there's also, and Pat refers to this too, there was a controversy at one point I mean, it feels where, sinister, I know, it? Yeah. Where money was given to the Prince's Foundation like to the, the mm. charity by a Saudi tycoon yes. who got given then a knighthood in response. Yes. And Pat goes, oh, I don't really want a knighthood because, like, everyone's got one. So what does he He wants to be the Duke of something, doesn't he? He just wants 
power and influence. So it's extraordinary. I mean, I also think that a king would have cost less than $180,000, wouldn't you? So Pratt has also, since 2013, been the chair of the Prince's Trust in Australia, and he's given millions of dollars for the organisation. So he's given a lot of money to the charity here in Australia, which does good things. The Prince's Trust is fine, mm. but it's another example of how you buy influence. Well, once had it explained to me that if you ever want to get onto the board, you know, of these big arts councils and mm. things like that, like there's, you know, or the Opera House Trust or whatever, that essentially it's just a complete pay-to-play system. Yeah. And the, the whole thing is structured around how much money you're prepared to put on the table, how much money can you raise on behalf of whatever arts organisation or whatever thing. And so the reason why, especially in the US, people need, you know, people will go through divorces and they'll only get $30 billion. Like I think one of the complaints yeah. that one heiress made was... Don't you hate it when you only get the $30 billion? Yeah, they only got $30 billion. It's an insult. And that actually... That then takes you out of contention for various boards. For serious like boards. If, yeah, if, if you and your husband are worth $60 billion and then in the divorce settlement you're only going to get $5 billion, then suddenly there's a whole lot of boards that will go, you're only $5 million, get off the board. We, we only accept people who are worth $20 billion or more oh, no. or whatever. It's, it's so embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah. I should clarify, Anthony Pratt is no longer on the board of the Prince's Trust. Julie Bishop's the chair of the board. Yes. But he was part of it for a very, very long time. But if you're moving through life as a billionaire, Charles, mm. it must be so weird because every single person you hang out with, you've bought Yes. You've paid money to. I know. Maybe this is just normal to them. It's actually very sad, isn't it? Well, I suspect on balance it's pretty It's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty but, happy. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you would not know who you, your best friends are because he probably thought that Prince Charles was his best friend and, you know, giving $180,000 is like nothing if you've got a billion. So he said at one point he likes having a cup of tea with the king every year and he has for yes. a long time. And maybe they just sit so, there and talk about being a disappointment to their parents. Yes, exactly. And if I said to you, Dom, if I or no, if I was a billionaire, and I gave you no. Say I wasn't a bit. Say it was me. So I love how hard it is yeah. for you to understand the system. It, yeah. it speaks to your <laughs> both your integrity and your total brokenness. <laughs> you just don't so, understand this at all. I think it's like if I paid you eighteen dollars a year mm. to hang out with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, proportionally speaking. It's probably I'd have a cup of tea with you for eighteen dollars. Would you? Just the one. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, thank yeah, you. I would. Is that the only reason you're doing it though? Well, you'd never know. I imagine when you're Anthony Pratt, it's best not to ask because <laughs> you don't want to know the answer. So that's how the world works, Charles. Basically, even the king himself has accepted money from this guy. You know, I thought that this was going to be one of these stories where it's like, oh, this is so funny and it's so awkward and embarrassing and aren't they all shitheads? And I've just ended this podcast going, this is really sad and I kind of feel totally sorry for him. And I know I'm not supposed to because he's a billionaire and yeah. everything. I know what you but mean. Just, so Anthony just, Pratt, can I, we make an offer to you here and now, and we should probably write do it in writing because he's having a rough time mm. right now. And we know what it's like, Charles, better than almost anybody, yes. to get unfavorable headlines. Yes. Anthony Pratt, if you want a cup of tea yeah, with we... us, let's offer right now. We won't make any comments about your hair. And frankly, Charles yeah. has got pretty awful orange hair as well. Yep. I don't have any. Yep. So you're doing better than me, Anthony. Yes. Um, you can come and have and a cup of tea with us anytime and you like, and it will only and cost you $182,000. <laughs> and I, actually, I've got some really good anecdotes about cardboard boxes. So I think we'll get along. <laughs> Really? really well, yeah. Well, this is the funniest thing about the whole story for me. And as Mark DeStefano, the journalist, pointed out on Twitter, Donald Trump is on criminal trial in the United States 
for an offence involving cardboard boxes. Wouldn't it be fantastic if they were if made they were, by Vizzy? They were Vizzy. This is the documents he stored in the bathroom at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> so he was right there. Can you imagine Anthony Pratt walking to the bathroom going, Mr. President, these, these aren't my cardboard boxes. Can I give you some Vizzy sample stock? So there you go. That's how the world works. I suppose this is one of these things where, I mean, I said at the start of the podcast, this might bring down Donald Trump or the king. Mm. But in the end, it'll disappear in 24 hours. Everyone will go, yeah, of course, that's the way the world works. Yeah. We'll all feel a little sadder about that and then just go about our miserable non-billionaire lives. It's like the Panama Papers, but this one's the Pratty Cardboardies. Sure. Cardboards. The Pratt Cardboards. The Pratt Files. Right? The Pratt I, I really files. think the Pratt Files just sums it yeah. up. Look, at least his name is not Dick Pratt. And that's the <laughs> one thing. He may be less successful than his father. I'm not sure. He seems to be doing all right in the business. Yeah. But at least he's not called Dick Pratt. Our gear is from Road. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you tomorrow. And if you want to buy influence from us, podcast at chaser.com.au. We're always available and you would probably not be surprised by just how cheap we are. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.